Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sport Even 160 EM podcast. There we've got a jam-packed episode for you as always. But again, unfortunately, I'm going to have to plug the giveaway just because we are so close to a thousand subscribers. I think we're just over 50, maybe like, like 51, 52. 52. It's like 52 last I checked. We're so agonizingly close. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you do subscribe. The link to this tweet is in the description as well. All you have to do is go to this tweet and show us proof that you subscribe to us and we'll enter you in a draw, which will be done live on streams. So there's no sort of um, magic behind it. So you can see exactly who the winner is going to be. We'll cover all sort of shipping and delivery costs as well. So it's easy, like 100 euros if you live outside the outside Portugal for, for everything. So we're more than happy to cover that. All you have to do is subscribe and show proof of it. But I'm sure you're tired of me banging about this every single video and podcast so i'll get straight into it first we've got the main man chris how you doing today man i'm doing great man uh kind of so weird to not have a sporting game especially when there was other games being played like we literally skipped a match week i was telling, talking to my grandpa and he's like there can't not be a game i'm like no i'm telling you like there's no sporting game this weekend he's like no they have to play i'm like dude i'm telling you bro like they for some reason just don't have a game um so yeah we just got to kick back relax enjoy the cr7 master class uh you know he just keeps banging him in against slightly lower level opposition he's finding his footing in saudi arabia you know he's Scoring against Luxembourg and Liechtenstein. Um, yeah, so the Martinez area, off to a things. success, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to see, you know, what the Mar- Mar- the Martinez team uh, eventually get a real test. Um, but for now, you just can beat who is in front of you. So that's all. Of course. And last but certainly not least, got the main man, Richard. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. Yeah, I'm with Chris. That was weird how we just didn't play and everybody else played, which is fun. We have a game in hand on people now, uh, <laughs> which is fine. It helps us a little bit, I suppose, because we know what we got to do. Uh, yeah, not much to really glean from the national team games either. Uh, we beat a couple micro states, so it's tough to really glean a whole lot of takeaways from it, but we got a few things that we can kind of pick apart. Yeah, most definitely. And um, make sure you follow Danny here as well. Steph doesn't have uh, social media, but shout out to Steph. And uh, feel free to follow me here. But most importantly, don't forget to follow at Sporting160N for all your sporting updates as well. The YouTube channel's been popping off recently. We've doing some videos. So after this podcast, make sure you go check out some of them. Some of them might be interesting to you. Without further ado, let's get straight into the first game. So obviously there was two games during the international break. The first games of Roberto Martinez as well. So we'll start off in the first game, which was against Liechtenstein, which was a 4-0 victory. The team is as followed. So in goal, we've got Rato Patricio, we've got Gonzalo Inacio for his debut, and the Alvalade, which is nice. Uh, Ruben Diaz, Danilo Ferreira, Jao Cancelo, Rafael Guerrero, Bruno Fernandes, Polina returning to um, the Alvalade as well. Bernardo Silva, Ronaldo, and Jao Felix. Off the bench, we had Ruben Neves, Ratao Liao. I guess we'll go with that one. Uh, Gonzalo Ramos Vitinha and João Mario, but no one even realized João Mario came on because there was definitely no news about it or anything, no overreaction. <laughs> no one knew. But, um, Rich, I'll start off with you. First game under Martinez, some new debutants, some returning faces. What were your overall thoughts on the game? 
well, there's we can pick apart a little bit. I didn't, I wasn't sure about Danilo starting in a three at the back center back. I figured these would be the games he'd experiment a bit more. Um, that being said, it was nice to see Inacio come in. I know Patricio was starting because uh, Dio Costa was hurt, so that that made sense. You go to your your next choice keeper, I suppose. Um, it was interesting to see him play three at the back as a whole. So we saw a bit of a formation change where he used to play kind of the four, the four three three four four two with the Fernand Sanch. Uh, first half was a bit of a slog; like they didn't really get much going. It, it kind of felt like a Fernando Santos game, actually, where we just we kind of struggled to do much. They got the they got the first goal. They go into half tied uh, um, up one nil, and then the second half is when the uh, the floodgates open. Ronaldo got his uh, his goals. Um, who else scored? Bruno Bernardo got a nice goal as well. So overall, no no real complaints. Cancelo got credit for the goal. We weren't sure if Ronaldo was going to get it. It was kind of a uh, not a hair of God goal, but in the same vein, we thought it might have ticked him. Chris is Chris is just he's like, no, 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 hang on. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it, dude. You think, I honestly you, can't believe it because I remember how like they the remember the federation like tried to challenge FIFA to get the Bruno Fernandes goal changed. This goal I thought was closer than the Bruno. Like goal, they literally, personally. this one hit. This one, this one hit. There him. is visual evidence that it hit it. The FIFA one was very like no questions this asked. One, this one, it, it's it it certainly takes a time. Yeah, I'm like, and I, I was shocked was that there was no news or anything, nothing, no news, nothing. I think like they figured optically. I, like, wow, I, I wonder like, if they figured optically it just it wouldn't be a great look for the first game under a new coach. But they already did it like three months ago, though, bro. I I know, but I, I wonder if optically <laughs> they they figured maybe let's just we got to win. Like who cares? Like let's not start some. Let's not. He make got other goals, you know. More. And he that's got a, other goals. That's the thing. So. He got plenty. Yeah, he's got he got other yeah. goals in both games. So I think they just probably were like, we could argue this, but like, what's it really gonna gain at the end of the day? Like, it, and and it's the first game with a new coach. Did you really? I don't think they just optically want to distract from that. Like there was so much other kind of positive going on. You don't want to put a damper on the mood, maybe. So it is. It is what it is. Um. We had Joao Mario Whistlegate. Uh, I'm curious to see what you guys think of this before I say, because I'm I'm kind of maybe contrarian to other people's opinions. If I'm being honest, I just don't care. Like, okay, like I'll, as, I'll as, you as harsh as it sounds, like I don't mean it to say like in in like to your opinion, I don't care. But like you're playing at the Avalade, of course, most people are going to be sporting fans. He yeah. did something that is going to annoy sporting fans, and at the end of the day, it's not the first time a player can do. <laughs> But it won't be the other players. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's only news because it's a Benfica player, sadly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if they just don't report on it, no one cares. It people only talk about it because they're reporting on it. Yeah. Why are they reporting on it? Other guys played at the Alba because, like, because they can, because they can, they're in a position to, you know. And Ot- Otavio was booed before I don't, I'm sure, I don't, I don't, by, by Portuguese uh, Portuguese fans as well. Yeah, and I that mean was it's fair news. game. I think it's there was a game. bit of I think there was a bit of just some it's assholes or like he's not Portuguese, so I think that kind of takes some of the crowd as well. And uh, as stupid as it is to say, but there are assholes out there. At the end of the day, um, yeah, I'm with you, Sam. Like, I just don't care. Like, if you want to, I don't even care. Like, if you like, 
boo the guy. Don't I don't care. Like he's gone. It's over with. Move like let's move on with our lives. There's more important stuff going on. Like I, yeah. I don't like what he did. I think it was a dipshit thing to move to a dipshit thing to do to the club. But at the same time, fucking the dude made a business decision. Like it is what it is. Let's move on with our lives. Like he's trying to. Move yeah. On no. With his no. Life. He's he's free to make the decision. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think he's it free to make it doesn't mean he's immune decision that he wants. And 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 if the and if the if the if if one of the few consequences of that decision is like the one to three times a year that you play in this one specific stadium, people whistle at you. Like that's yeah. not a bad trade off for like five million euros. It you wasn't know? even you get like whistled at twice a year. It wasn't even like all forty five k were whistling them mercilessly. <laughs> it was like a, it no, was a because not everyone crowd. there is a sporting fan. Well, even yeah, so, even because the it's not everyone is a like, sporting fan. Like it's the national team. Who care? Who gives a shit? Yeah, like, and so not every sporting fan is even booing. So yeah, scattered yeah. boos. Give me a break. Why is this even in like, the news? It, it's it's someone's made it a bigger issue than it needed to be. Like a, a couple smatterings of fans who are more than entitled, who paid a ticket, are more than entitled to their opinion to do what do and say as they please, did what they please. Well, it people have always said that like the FPF. People have always said that the FPF like really is under the thumb of Benfica in a way that like the other clubs don't have the same level yeah. of influence. And like I would say that this incident would lead credence to that theory that like it doesn't Benfica doesn't really does have oversized influence <laughs> if they're able able to manufacture this controversy in the first place, and the yeah. FPF is willing to back them up. Like it just shows that Benfica really does have outsized influence with the cell yeah, There was like so whole pages. That, you will. There was like whole thread pages and stuff dedicated to, it and it's like, okay, cool. Like Rafael Leao when he first played, uh, when he played his first game back at the Alvalade, and, and like Patricio and stuff. Like they didn't, they got booed about the same. Honestly, if I'm being, if we're being perfectly honest, it didn't sound much different, and it was almost a non-story outside of sporting circles. It was like, oh, like fans booed him fair and pm we moved on with our lives <laughs> yeah i just want to take a chance to while we're on the topic of judices there is a video live on the sporting 160 n channel about five judices who betrayed the club so i wonder if Juan mario free. made the list <laughs> he's definitely not the thumbnail but... <laughs> he's definitely not in the thumb yeah but, we but could have, no. you could have done a top like fifteen list to be fair too easily uh, probably even more easily because like sporty fans do hold left out, there was like a few good ones that were left out there where I'm like ooh he went with this one spicy <laughs> yeah I, I think we could do part two part three even like fours and stuff but, we, um, we could do a couple <laughs> yeah just, just as well like if if John Murray doesn't want to get booed at the end of the day don't make stupid decisions if he's just stayed a sporting player he went abroad like he's not gonna get booed by sporty fans for no reason like, I think as well it's because. I think it's well, it's, it's because of how, like, the shady circumstances of the deal, where it's like he was gonna, like, sporting offer to transfer fee to enter, and then they just terminated his contract and he went to Benfica. I, I think that's part of it, too, because it was just weird circumstance. Like, you could have got money, like, you weren't gonna recruit your investment, obviously, but you could have got money for this. So, there's something weird going on there that we don't know yet. We may never really know what happened, but yeah. it's just it, optically, that's weird, too. I I th- I think that I think that the low ball offer was just simply legal cover, um, yeah. to force Inter's hand, uh, because I mean clearly I mean pe- Inter will say publicly whatever that the the anti rival clause isn't real whatever it's not valid, 
Then why did they? If it's in the, if it's in the, try to circumvent though, it. Like that's the thing. If it's in, the why do they try to circumvent like, it? Why? If they didn't if think it's it was not real. real, if it's not real, I don't think sporting would fight as hard. Thing is, well, I guess. By the way, that'll battle in court for the next like eight years. So. Oh yeah, that's never getting settled. By the way, like that'll never because. I'd like Ruben Rubedo isn't even settled. Ruben Rubedo is Rafael Leon still yeah. not settled. It's been five years. Ultimate, ultimately, like it comes down to if FIFA wants to or like whoever it comes down to wants to uphold it because then it's going to set a precedent, right? That's the that's the thing. So they're not going to rush a decision on something that. And FIFA in the past have recognized the rule as being, well, they've had some rules that they've said, yes, it's a legal clause. And then in other cases, they've said, no. Yeah, so it's they've had conflicting rulings, but the most recent one, the most, the most, the most recent one, the most recent one, though, they did rule in favor of it, though. So, yeah. Yeah. I think if it's in the contract and you, it's in the fine print and you've all signed off on it, that's on you. But like yeah. if, if it's if it's not really like a oh it's definitely in the contract yeah. Yeah. and that's the thing it's more than likely in the contract so unless there's some weird loophole around it like it is what it is sorry but pay up yeah yeah you I'm rescind just, yeah. that was the loophole around it that was the loophole I guess I guess that's a loophole no problem and you know what they'll probably and then you get like that payment for and then you get a seven million euro payment for Lazaro who plays like two minutes that's how you yeah. get around it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there was just so much shady with that whole thing. So, to bring just it from back. a financial standpoint <laughs> yeah. as well. Like, if you're gonna like, I think they rejected publicly that maybe three million from Sporting, it maybe even less. And then they're like, yeah, three million is not enough, but we'll let them go for free. It's like, well, okay, I don't understand. Well, that's, that's, like, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's definitely just because of that reason. Like, for example, Cancelo used to play for Benfica. Felix used to play for Benfica. Ruben Diaz, they weren't booed at all. So no. it's it's the circumstance. It's not just booing them because they play for Benfica, which is I think is what the FPF tried to turn it as, but it's for him just being a scumbag in general. It was just for for the circumstances in which he left the club, angered a lot of and understandably and rightfully angered a lot of fans. And like you pay you pay it you pay to go to a game, as long as you're not being a dipshit and being like racist or homophobic or you're gonna throw stuff on the field or start a fight. You can do and say what you want, like. Or you go to games you're entitled, for, for players' you're in, signs. Yeah, you're, in, you're entitled to boo. You're entitled to boo when you want and cheer when you want. Like, yeah, like it's 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 what it is. Like, get over it. We're such babies in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, most. Definitely. That was in North. If that was in North America, no one would have said fucking thing. If that was in Canada, yeah. we wouldn't have said shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're all very nice in Canada, so I don't think you boo you boo anyone. You you just cheer everyone. Like. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty. We're relatively polite. There, I've seen some hostile crowd. I see. I find American crowds more hostile. Yeah, I have Canadian seen clips of like ice time. hockey crowds are quite um can be quite rough. I think, but I don't know if that was American. A few, or, a few or but it depends on like the situation. They're pretty tame now for the most part. The most hostile crowds I can remember is like this is gonna be a niche reference it's like vince carter left like toronto and came back like people hated yeah, him or like last i remember LeBron, i wasn't LeBron. old enough but i've seen i've seen yeah. clips of it and like when um kevin durant went back to golden state after LeBron sorry oklahoma after one. joining golden state so yeah. like lebron to cleveland's the big one that was like like fe- like people feared for his safety <laughs> that time yeah. understandably because he to be fair he also left in a dipshit way which is he made it a tv special on espn the decision 
I'm I'm like, well, I don't know where he's going, but I know for sure he's not staying in Cleveland. <laughs> Antoine Griezmann tried to do the same, but his one was like, I'm staying. And then like six months later, he was <laughs> like, I want to leave. And I'm like, bro, they got to be so tired of your antics. Like, I think that's when it got to the point where even Atletico Madrid was like, just go. We don't want to deal with this anymore. We, you're at such a headache. Like, you're not worth the, the trouble anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, Chris, what were your um, overall thoughts on, on the 4-0 victory against Liechtenstein? Yeah, I mean, I guess my only takeaways were that I thought that, like, honestly, Liechtenstein were, like, very well organized defensively, especially in the first half. Uh, they really gave Portugal a lot of difficulty. Obviously, they, like, basically had absolutely nothing going forward. Their only chances were, like, two 30-yard shots that really didn't even trouble Patricio at all. Um, so, obviously, they had difficulty transitioning into attack. Um, Portugal's back line was basically just camped out at midfield, just all in one half so the game was played. Um, but, you know, all things considered, obviously, this is, like, a pretty weak team. Um, a lot of, like, semi-pro beat there's fc vadu's b team players scattered throughout this this national team which is like the top club in Liechtenstein, not even first team players um so yeah i mean they resisted much more organizedly and maybe they're a bit lucky and the, in the end they are unlucky because the goal that they only goal they concede in the first half is a deflection that the keeper is still really does have a did, chance at did well to he, he's kind of he's kind of unlucky to be fair that he doesn't even save that and it could be maybe even be zero zero to half um the in the next game obviously portugal just took all their chances like four shots four goals like they just banged banged him in instantly um but in this one you know who knows what could have happened if this carried on zero zero all the way to like the 65th minute 70th minute like it gets a lot sketchier it, it gets tenser you know um so I'm glad it didn't get to that point. The second goal came right out on the other side at halftime. And by then it's like two goals. There, there's still like 40 minutes left. Um, I don't it's think that sense really, if they get one, they'll be lucky. Right. So yeah, at that point it, it was, it was kind of over. Um, so it is t really tough to like take away much from this game. Uh, other than like the new formation, it was nice of Martinez to give Inacio his debut at Alvalade. He's earned it. Um, Patricio, you know, it's interesting that, you know, uh, I feel like he, the the second and third string goalkeeper spots, I feel like could be up for grabs. And obviously he was, he, he was forced in due to injury, but there's really not much that we can take away from his performance because he didn't have to do anything. No. Um, Who was uh, our third keeper on this call up, by the way? Uh, it was the guy, the beat backup keeper, Vittorio Guimarães. A sixteen, like a sixteen-year-old who's the backup of Guimarães. Oh, what? Yeah. Like and yeah. Silva and Jose saw, like just not. I think Jose Saw might have been the other one, or if not, it was Rui Silva from Betis. It, I think it might. I don't think Rui two. Silva made it, so I, I think Jose Saw ended up coming in because he was supposed to be the third choice, anyways. And then they kept that guy who was uh, on the under 21s. Yeah. Uh, just training with them, I suppose, which was wild to me. Might as well bring uh, Yeah, that bring was crazy. Or Andre Paolo. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, you might as well. Andre Paolo, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's spots up for grabs. Uh, obviously, you know, Gredu got this one. Nunu Men's got the other game, right? It's, mm -hmm. I guess I'd say that that's a spot that's quote unquote up for grabs. Um, Ronaldo. 
much to the dismay of Gonzalo Ramos, I'm sure. Yeah. Did what he had to do, scored some goals, scored a free kick fun. goal. Which you don't really see too he gets a lot of shit for taking free kicks and just smashing him in the goal. Goalie almost He's got like, a the goalie got a piece of it too. I scored think, a free no? kick goal. I mean, not a lot not a lot of complaints and also I feel like not too much to take away. Pelinga, obviously, I guess I'll shout him out as well. It was a monster. He had like yes. twenty tackles in this game. Um, yeah, anytime they, they they just I mean they couldn't play out but like yeah when they have a fucking we we, we have a destroyer like that they're they're really not going to be able to play out. All the last two games previous for Sanchez has blood on his hands for not playing Foyinia more. <laughs> like I know it was against Inferior. It looks like Ruben Neves is more in the doghouse so far. I'm surprised he even got a call up personally. That was the one out of all the players who Fernandez got called Sanchez up. seemed to love Ruben Neves so. That was out of all the players that got caught, like the 20 whatever players that got called up. That's the only one where I was like, this makes zero sense. Him and the Nunes for me, because Wolves have just been so bad this season. Well, Wolves are so, they're in a relegation fight still, are they not? Like, yeah, I I think there's quite a few teams. Like, there's like nine teams in the relegation battle. Like, the, the point is, like, they're both not. Play, they both like what at the World Cup showed you that Ruben Neves should be playing. And two, he's having a dog shit season on a dog shit team. Like, there's no need to call him up. Call anybody else up. Yeah. Like, um, that was the one where I'm like, this is my hill to die on. Like, this is a fucking stupid player to call up. And then he got minutes, and I was even more pissed. I'm surprised William didn't get called up because, from what I've heard, William's I don't, I don't been playing much well of... this year. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't watch much yeah. of Real Betis, but I've heard he's been playing well and um, got a new contract, I believe. Um, so I mean, that's surprising. Yeah. And he had an okay where he played well at the World Cup too. Like he played. Decent. He's very reliable. I feel like he's just. But maybe that's why he was wanted to switch it up. He just wanted to. Because to be fair, it's, it like no disrespect to Liechtenstein and, and Luxembourg. This was very much an experimental team and formation. So it could just be next set. Or of maybe William yeah, gets team team. I'll disagree with a bit because he took like at least in 20... in the first game at, at least I yeah. would say like Inacio. And guys like Pelini, who didn't get a lot of burn, and guys like mm-hmm. even Cancelo hasn't been doing very well for mm-hmm. for Bayern Munich, and Felix has been off on and off at Chelsea as well. So. Well, Cancelo found out his coach at Bayern got fired after the game as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's uh, got some news for you, uh, Julian Nagel, Nagelsmann or whatever, uh, fired from Bayern Munich. How do you feel about that? He goes, I just learned about that now from you. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. That's a way to find out. <laughs> like, no, you're the last guy to find out, probably. Yeah. Poor but, dude. Um, we'll move on to uh, the second game. Just before that, Chris, I forgot to mention, I love in the hair, man. You remind yeah, me of when Sporting won the league and everyone just dyed their hair green. They all went for the green the green spray paint hair dye. <laughs> you're muted, Chris. You're on mute. <laughs> I, uh, I tried to dye my hair green after we won the league, but my hair's too dark, so it didn't show up. So I had to bleach it. So I had to have it, like, professionally bleached. Um, uh, and then died. So, yeah, well, it was it, a whole it process. <laughs> yeah, I was I was at the hair salon for like four hours. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, you got dark hair like any of us. Like you're gonna be there for a while. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, it was worth it, bro. But yeah, let's move on to um, against uh, Liechtenstein. Oh, sorry, Luxembourg even, um, which was a six nil victory. Uh, Ronaldo scoring. Uh, two, two, I believe, right? He got yeah. he got two. And uh, the lineup is as followed. Rafa Patricio in goal, Antonio Silva, Ruben Diaz, Daniel Pereira, Pelina, Bruno Fernandes, Diogo Dalo, Nuno Mendes, Joao Felix, Bernardo Silva, 
and Ronaldo. Uh, Chris, I'll start with you this time. Uh, what were your overall thoughts on this game? My overall thoughts were I thought this game was going to be much more challenging, especially compared to the previous game, which was like in the end more challenging than it should have been, but we still made pretty slight work of them. Luxembourg's given us difficulty in the past. Yeah, They have a couple ballers. Uh, their best player put in a 3.5, so, I mean, that's kind of sums up the night for them. Um, they've the last time we played them, they actually went up one nothing before they we went into halftime with a lead. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, we I mean, it, it, Luxembourg has definitely been one of those teams that used to get trashed no matter who they play there basically every time, and they've been slowly growing. And you could estimate by the way that they've been trending that they could maybe fight for like a playoff or potential qualification in the right group in the next like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I was like, you know, these guys have given us trouble. They're trending up like it'd be more difficult. But we just it, we they were OK, honestly. It's just that we just finished our chances and Good we're so pinpoint. Ronaldo's second goal is so nice. The touch, the run, the fake, the finish with his weaker foot. I mean, Bernardo um, was a header, I believe. Right. Um, yeah, that was a nice. That was a really nice goal. The Felix goal. I mean, bro, I, I, we were just we were just shitting on them and just scoring basically every chance that that we had in that first half, and we put the game away in the first twenty minutes. I would say when it's three nothing, um, and then from there it's like it's cruise control. So again, <laughs> I guess I'm I'm happy to see cr Seven's happy when he's scoring goals and his confidence goes up when he's scoring goals and he plays better. Yeah. So I guess I guess that's better for everyone rather than him just like moping around and kind of like whining yeah. about. So I thought uh, I thought this might be the game one of these games we'd get more Gonzalo Ramos minutes, but uh I, I guess not. <laughs> I guess uh, evidently we didn't get a whole lot of Gonzalo Ramos in either game. Yeah. Um shout out to James the comment um saying Luxembourg's badge looks like Game of Thrones. You have a cool badge. It either looks like that or it looks like one of them like Pez badges that like don't have the license. So they just like that looks like what Sporting's badge would look like if we didn't have a license in like Pez or FIFA. (laughs) It's just slightly different colors, obviously. To be fair, their kits were not bad. Um, Either side. Um, I think that uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. E R R E A area 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 yeah whatever that brand is um they've kind of overtaken Macron as like the main kit supplier for like these lower end national teams yeah Luxembourg Liechtenstein Belarus um Cyprus I think San Marino um, like San Marino yeah a lot like the in area whatever this brand is called picked up like eight or so national teams all lower end. They've been making them nice kits. I got to give them credit. Yeah. Nice kits. Even I was watching Belarus get their asses handed to him by Switzerland 5 nothing, And I was like, yo, those Belarus. At least you look fired and getting killed. Those, yeah, you got, <laughs> those, those are kit. I mean, they, they hooked you up better than like, let's just say they go with Adidas, right? They're just getting a red template or whatever, you know? Well, like it had like custom yeah. trim of the Belarus flag. I was like, they're getting yeah. smacked, but they look decent doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing. A lot of these smaller, like even the macarons of the world, but like, these kind of like middle to lower tier brands do way nicer kits than some of the big brands I find. For like, the smaller I'm, clubs, yeah. Like I'm, Cana- I'm Canadian and like our Nike kits are shambles. <laughs> We've had the same kit for like four years now. It's yeah, like you're like F tier, bro. You're like lower than Ryuav in the 
it's brutal like (laughs) uh, that's that's a whole other topic it's our federation so stupid and they're being they're actually being told to testify on parliament tomorrow funny enough for some shady deals so but yeah it's some of these smaller kit companies makes they make some of the best kits don't sleep on some of these uh some of these manufacturers yeah yeah very good point um richard what were your overall thoughts on this game uh not a crazy ton a lot not a crazy ton to add uh good to see as we scored like four goals in our first four like shots on net like it was just unbelievable efficiency the likes which we've never seen um yeah nothing really to complain about ronaldo got his two goals kind of i think it was one of his goals he kind of messed up but it still went in it looked like he was trying to hit it, and it went in. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's it. It's, you're in the right place at the right time, and no one was in that corner, so fair enough. Um, yeah, it was basically cruise control after 4-0. Um, again, not a ton of experimentation. A few changes from the first game, obviously. Yeah, I know our badge is horrible, uh, James. Don't remind me. Uh, again, I, I thought we'd see a bit more experimentation more in the back than anything, but seeing Danilo there, it is what it is. I see Antonio Silva getting minutes. Uh, Dalal, nice to see him getting minutes. He's been playing very well for Man United, so good to see him out there. Uh, Polina, Fernandes, Joel Felix got on the score sheet. Nuno Manj got the minutes uh, this game, which made sense. I figured if he's not starting the first game, he's starting the second. They'll kind of flip-flop with him and Guerreiro. Um Yeah, like not much to glean from these. The Liao cameo was worth shouting out. Liao's cameo proved to me that he should be starting over Joao Felix. I just think Mm -hmm. he offers something more. I feel like his role off the bench, though, the spark off the bench is, is, as a starter, I feel like he gets kind of lazy a bit sometimes. But when he's coming off the bench against tired legs, especially when they're just, I mean, they look like, it kind of, like there was this there. there was this kid that we used to play there was this kid that when I played like U16 who was just like so fast so big and like no one could stop him every time he he got it he was like a threat to score because he could just take like yeah. six guys on or he could just kick it and just sprint basically from like even if you had such a head start he'd, he'd beat you to it like mm-hmm. it looked like that bro he was just taking on these tired destroyed mentally Luxembourg defenders. <laughs> they're down five, nothing. And he's just coming at them with pace, bro. And they're just helpless. They're just like, well, there's nothing. I On the do. goal, bro. He broke the one dude's ankles. He's like, <laughs> Oh, he ended that dude's career. <laughs> yeah. I mean, goal. it wasn't even fair. And he missed the penalty. He got his goal in the end. He uh, He drew the penalty. Yeah. I mean, I think that his role as like the super sub kind of is, is perfect for him. At, at least in the current, set up it's not to say he can't yeah. start from time to time but like i feel like he's best off the bench for he's now bubble jovan you, you mm-hmm. want him off the bench where he can just go <laughs> and he'll go sicko mode for that like 15 <laughs> minutes to half an hour <laughs> baseball weekly yeah there's not much to really take away like they didn't play a tough team either game there wasn't a ton of changes personnel wise Outside of a outside of a slight formation change, there's not much we can really gleam off of these two games. But two wins are two wins. Uh, I think I saw it, which was a wild stat to me. It's like the first time they've they've won both their first two games in qualifying since like the they 90s. often don't do this. Yeah. They always they always like <laughs> win and draw a game or like they lose a game like Albania, like they did the one year. Like they always do have one game that's either like. Yeah, understandable. That's a tough team, or it's just a result that 
baffles you completely. Top two automatically go. It's like you you really it's if they finish third in this group, it's almost impressive at this point. It's almost Six you would have to you would have to <laughs> like try to lose. You'd have to fix games in order for that to happen. They should they should realistically coast through this group. Like the other team in this group, I think, is Bosnia, Herzegovina, and uh, Slovakia. Slovakia, yeah. So not not easy test by any stretch or both tricky teams, but realistically they should they should be winning those games. They should they there's no there's no reason why they can't go perfect in this group personally. I, I think they could easily win every single game. I don't think there should be an excuse for a draw unless it's like the last game or two and you've already clinched and you're pay, basically playing B team guys. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the only thing I'll add is I wanted to see more of. Um, I wanted to see Dilgalieta get some minutes. Uh, I really yeah. highly, and I have done since he's he's come through like the youth system. I think he's been captain at like every level of of Portuguese youth system. So that would have been cool for him to to get some minutes. Even like Matias Nunes, I know he said he had a he had a bad start. To, like he's, he's been awful at Wolves, but would have liked to see him come in Vitinha too. But um. You want six nil, so you can't really yeah. complain. That's that's the only I guess criticism is we saw some experimentation, but we didn't see as much as we kind of maybe would have hoped or expected. That's the only thing. Is we didn't we didn't see like you said, Young Lights didn't come in and we didn't see Mateus Nunes at any point. Um some he tried some stuff, he didn't try out stuff with everybody. It is what it is. He's got he's got some games to figure it out still, realistically. He's gotta play each of these guys once more. I'm sure we'll see some. I'm sure we'll see some new personnel over the next uh, whatever the next international window is. I think in June, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll probably see maybe a few more guys in and out of the squad. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, we'll move on from the international break and we'll go on to a tweet that we did about I want to say two weeks ago. It did sort of blow up, even though I'm going to be honest. I it was trending on Twitter, so I took it and replaced the word. I think Man United was sporting. And then we got some, some good responses. Oh, yeah. We got some fun. We got some fun ones. We got some interesting ones. We're gonna have to run through these. Yeah, we're not gonna run through them all, obviously, because no, there is no. a lot to go through. But we will. I'll if you. I'll scroll down if you see one you like. Hey, is, is Richard Neves? Who's that? What? Uh, who's that? Who's that piece of crap? So let's see what Richard has to say. Oh, I've said this on the show. We can skip this. I've said this so many you... times on the show. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> this, we can skip this. I've said this enough times. I say this almost every other week. Like, we can skip mine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, we'll go with this one, which I ferreted, right, and you'll see see why for a reason. Uh, Paulinho is one of the best players in sporting. He's just not a good attacker. If you played in midfield with behind an actual strike, he would be MVP. If you knew how to finish, he would have never been at Braga to begin with. Go on, Richard. What are your thoughts? Is it unpopular for a reason, do you think? Uh, you know what? He's always in a decent position attacking for the most part, so it's not super unpopular. If he knew how to fish, he would never... No, he would have still been at Braga, I think, at least at some point. He just maybe wouldn't have been... A... He probably wouldn't have had as long to stay at Braga. Like, he probably would have been picked up a couple years sooner. Really. Well, he was linked to Wolves, and that would have gone through. Yeah. It's probably what... Yeah, like he's, he, he realistically he still ends up at Braga. It's probably just not for as long as it, we probably pick him up a year or earlier if it's us or Porto and Benfica are after him a bit more. Like that's that's really the only thing that changes in that scenario is he might not even be at Sporting. He might just be at another Portuguese team that could have offered him a bit more money than us. Yeah, fair enough. Chris, what about you? Do you, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really see him as a midfielder, but no. maybe as like a second striker in a four-four-two or something. But I mean, yeah, yeah, we don't have, we don't play that. So <laughs> this one is an interesting one, and this Ooh, is because of recent developments. So he said we lost the championship in fifteen sixteen because we sold Montero in January sixteen. On the surface of this tweet, and after like you give me your opinions on the actual tweet, we'll get into why it might be controversial. <laughs> but um, Chris, what do you think? It, does, does Daniel have a point here? If I'm not mistaken, we sold Montero to China and then we brought in Hernan Barcos, right? Who I don't Correct. think ever saw the light of day. <laughs> Was in, it, realistically, it made no sense. Like. It was a it was a major downgrade. El Pirata, maybe El Pirata didn't quite live up to his potential either. He was supposed to be like a serviceable finisher, which he did not show at any point. I don't remember during. him even playing a game. That's how like he played he played very little and yeah. he had very limited opportunity, to be fair. But in his limited opportunity, he showed absolutely nothing. And That's I think game. part of the reason why he got limited opportunity is because he probably showed very little uh, <laughs> yeah. to George Jesus to, to convince him to give him more opportunities. So, yeah, that was just an L. Um, and then Montero comes back, and it's like, why did this guy why even did we leave? do this? Why he didn't even want to go to China. It's like, what the fuck? And then that team, he went to Tianjin Teda, which is like a mid-table Chinese club. Yeah, it wasn't even like a top crazy. team in China. Crazy, man. It was crazy. <laughs> but to be fair, I don't know if that – I think – there was a lot of other factors. There that, was like there was like ten different things. That like, was just an wild. idiotic decision. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't say that was the biggest factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, there was like ten different reasons why we lost the championship that year. That wouldn't have even been like my top five. Didn't help though. It didn't. Oh no, it absolutely <laughs> didn't help. But like, there's other reasons why we lost. Like we, there's a lot of self blame and outside blame. That's like one of a myriad of, of causes for uh, for what ended up happening. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just a quick side note um, to Luca. No, not no. At all. <laughs> if we win, if we win the league, I will eat a shoe live on stream. If we somehow pull, like I will, I will do something. We have to make up like guess. fifteen points in eleven match weeks. If they somehow won, like I'm, I'm not saying they will, but if they somehow pulled that off, like I will cause bodily harm like on on the internet just we have to get to we could maybe get to second would be a miracle also even third at this point is still gonna be like hell of an accomplishment third third would be a good accomplishment but would it be like a miracle no it'd be a nice accomplishment but it would be (laughs) a miracle second would be the miracle kind of closer to a miracle and yeah first first would be mean benfica's like like they everyone they overcame nine dead. points they overcame nine points yeah. in the second r- volta i think yeah yeah mm. benfica would have had to like their whole team would have just had to drop off the face of the earth for that to happen and i just don't know that the odds are in the table for that i'm sorry to say luca <laughs> yeah um so why this is interesting this tweet at least is because uh cesar bonaventura was charged with corruption that benefited benfica the club weren't a part of the, the accusations, apparently, so Benfica will face no charges for whatever reason. Doesn't really make sense, but whatever. <laughs> um, one of the players he is um, accused of bribing is uh, Salin, who, of course, comes to Sporting two years after the events mm-hmm. of fifteen sixteen. So, with all this accusations and the charge and everything that's gone on, Chris, tell me why we lost the championship in 
Uh, I think that the deck was stacked against us uh, from the start. I do think that it was possible to still overcome it, potentially. But in the end, blew a three-goal lead at Game at Ange. We tied Union de Madeira in a game. We lost to Benfica at home. Where we had no business drawing. <laughs> yeah. We lost to Benfica at home in a game that was, I, I, I mean, to be fair, like, I, I, let's just say that game is one one. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, like let's just say like how how active like was was the rigging of like of that specific game versus like the overall like jet, like. Here's the thing. It's like if we tie Benfica there, or we're still only like a point, a, a point, like a point. I think ahead. that things maybe like things happen like in the, the the seven match weeks after that 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 didn't happen because they didn't need to happen you know because mm-hmm. they think had taken the points lead at this point and it's like okay now we just gotta Coast. we just gotta bring bring it home lads you know we've we they they they've, they've passed them so I, I don't know like how crazy it could have gotten down the stretch if sporting was still in the lead um but yeah I, I think that the deck was stacked against them and it would have taken they almost overcame it, obviously, right? Yeah, I think would, I think with to go off here, I think there was a mix of we shot ourselves in the foot, but there was definitely some shenanigans afoot. I think it was a combination of we did some stuff that didn't help ourselves, but I think there was some stuff working against us, maybe, and we're kind of maybe about to find some of that out now, at least with this case. Yeah, and two two things could be true at the same time, which is what Richard pretty much said was that we kept like. We did drop points like that didn't include referees. And at the end of the day, you can take referees out of decisions if you score enough goals. They're not going to disallow every single goal you score. No. Um, but there was some cases and like some chances that were given that you think you look back and now you think, hmm, like Maybe. is that bad refereeing or is it corruption? But um, who knows? I'm sure. More will come to light as this this trial drags on. I'm sure. And uh, knowing the Portuguese justice system, justice will be served. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, move on to this one. Maybe uh, in the last few games, uh, is Guy versus Matthews race. Uh, in the last few games, sure. Overall, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I leave it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm, not I'm that crazy a take. Well. Like, understandable. If if we're looking at just the last few games as the body work, then yeah, like, that's understandable. Uh, there are some that. Uh, do you see? Try to zoom in. Can you see that? Properly? I can't really read I can, them. I can. Yeah. I can read them now. So stay stay like where you are now. Zoomed in. Cool. Just let me know if you see any that might be. Um, uh, Go to that oh, that's, a hot, that's a hot take right there. Franchi- which one? The Francisco one? Yeah. That's the one I was going to tell Sam to stop at. Yeah. Gone. All right. Many of the players that that left after the Alcachet invasion did what is the best for their careers, and they deserve our respect. Um, And they um, res- deserve the respect of the club and the fans. Yeah. Especially William, uh, Adrian, and Patricio. Well, Adrian wasn't there yet. Adrian was, was already. So check your yeah. facts. All right, right so Chris, uh, you take this first. Yeah, I mean, th- th- I guess the first part of the tweet, like maybe, yeah. like it kind of dispels the notion that they were like uh, 
traumatically mentally harmed as a result of the attack, which was like the argument they were trying to make. It's like, did did Patricio, he the man just wanted to go to England and he just needed an excuse to an excuse. do so. Um, so like, did he do like for his career? Like, like, but let's just like, did going to England really did that alter the course of Rui Patricio's career? Like, was probably his, his bank career, account, probably it helped his, his bank his account, bank but account. like. I would say overall his tenure at Wolves was a bit underwhelming in the end. I'd say it was very underwhelming, actually, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I guess it helped his bank account. William, like, did his career... Sort of a sideways move for him, I would say. It was, yeah, yeah I feel then, it's been a lateral move at, yeah, at, at best. Yeah, you could, I, I, you could argue lateral at best, maybe. But there's, like, as far as, like... His like international press, like how he's trending in and out of the Celison. He's not, you know, a given on the team sheet. Like, mm-hmm. did his career benefit? I wouldn't. I don't know. Like, not maybe not really, not particularly. Um, some of them, like, but for example, like Leal, like, I, I think that he he was probably going to explode no matter what, no matter where. You know, yeah. like he's super talented. Like he was he was about to explode. So it's like if he just stayed at Sporting for two more years, he would have just been sold like anyone. Even another else. year, even another year, he would have been sold. He, anyway. he would have just gone through the normal trajectory. And I think that he was probably like his father was in his ear, his agents were in his ear, like. And he was also he's also like what, he was a child, he's literal like, he's also a child. like a child. Yeah, so listen to his dad. So do do did they do what was best for their career for their bank accounts? Like probably. Like do they deserve my respects for that? I, no. I don't think so. Yeah, and I'm of the opinion, like, I'm over it at this point. Like, they left, it's done, it's over with. Like, let's move on. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I, I I, think they just did what was best for their bank accounts. Like, like I've always said, I won't ever really fault a player for chasing a bag, but, you know, I feel like... It's a very scummy way to chase the Like, chasing the bag... I, like, like, I feel like I feel like all of... I feel like you perform well and then you get like a new contract or you perform well and like a new club comes in and like offers the other Mm -hmm. club money and then they're compensated and then you get a bag also and then the club gets a bag and you get a bag yeah i don't necessarily fall this whole fucking scheme this whole fucking scheme to advance your career is not exactly how most players go about no and like i get like I'm not saying what they went through wasn't bad because, like, it, it was bad. Like, they got attacked at work. Like, for sure, for bad, sure. If I went into Chris's work and tried hitting him, he probably wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> like, if I came in just with a belt and beat the shit out of you, you'd probably have some words. <laughs> and your boss just sat there and was like, well, I think you're at fault. You'd probably have some words for your boss as well. So, like, I get them being mad. And like, it's easy for us to say, too, as fans, like, well, you're, you're making money each ship but like if i was in that situation i can't 100 say like i wouldn't at least been like hey what the fuck like i don't know that i feel sick because who's to say it doesn't happen again so i i get that side of the coin um i just feel like everything around that whole situation from so many parties them included could have just been handled way better i will say just to pl- as just like a devil's advocate to that like like it happened it was bad it was traumatic yeah but like let's just say like if you're evaluating like your risk of this happening again in the future like i i would say that like maybe some clubs have a slightly higher risk than others but like 
at the end of the day, every club has at least 50 crazy ultras, right? That are willing to do stupid things. Right? Right? So like, it's like, this could realistically happen at any club in any, I guess it's just because how time, easy right? they, I guess it's just because of how easy it was for them to gain access to the training yeah. ground. Cause they literally <laughs> just walked it. Yeah. And then they, it's like a little, it's like a kilometer like driveway through like woods. They just kind of ran it out, jogged it out. You know? Shocking. There's the famous <laughs> picture I'm just going for like a team job. Yeah. And suddenly next thing you know, there's pictures of Baz Dawes bleeding and like yeah. smoke and flames in the friggin' dressing room. So You're honestly, like, what, what I, I guess what I'm saying is, is if you're, just retire. Just retire. And you can't be attacked by ultras if you're not playing on a team. <laughs> yeah. Next take. We got to we gotta run through. We got a lot of these. I'm just going to put my sense in quickly and then I'll move on. But um, yeah. for me, um, I get where he's coming from. I think the way it went down before the attack was Patricio did cost us a lot. Like, he cost us a lot of money, cost us points, whatever. Yeah. And I know keepers have bad games and whatever. And, like, I, I'm not saying they deserve to get attacked. Like, I would, I would never say that. No. But I think it's different because they came up through the academy. They've seen everything. They were given everything. They were given contracts. They were paid a lot of money by Bruno de Cavallo because we we had a, a different... Um, we had quite a lot of money back then, I think. Or, like, players definitely had a lot more salary than they did now. We were making more money back then as a whole, too. Like, on sales and, and tickets and stuff. So you could justify paying them, I suppose. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I sort of get where he's coming from. But for me, um, I I won't forgive them. Um, but we'll move on to the next one because we could pretty much speak about this all day. Just let me know if you yeah. find one, guys. All right, let's see. Newgarks is as good as Paulinho. Yeah, this one might be, might I don't be think that's one. unpopular. Braganza would be a better captain. Well, Braganza has these right now. I think he could stress. be a captain, right? I think he could be a club captain in the future. Yeah. He's he, Braganza's on the perfect trajectory to never leave sporting. Yeah. Sadly. I mean, for I mean, I what, for him, I mean sadly. here's the thing. He, because he's he's good, right? He shows flashes, but he never quite to get good enough to get swooped by somebody. He's going to be like um, a, like a Rafa or a PZ, He think, is represented really by just a few, which a lot of people forget. He is literally just a few clients. So he could always at any moment, just the switch could get flipped on him in the summer or something. But at least for now, I mean, I, I yeah. could see him staying in sporting for a while. So he, I think he could be yeah. captain in the next like he three gives me, years. He gives me big like Rafa and PZ vibes for Benfica where they're they're really good Portuguese league players, but you don't really ever see them make a move, like a big move abroad, kind of unless it's like a money move to Saudi or something or Qatar or UAE. Like it's just that's what they seem like is just they're they're gonna kind of he's gonna kind of be the sporting guy, kind of like Adrian sort of would have been. Uh, had he stayed because I didn't really never did anything after sporting, he was pretty much. I figured he was gonna stay there till forever, so yeah, I, I agree with. I think Braganza would be a good captain, I don't think he'd be a better captain in this moment. Sorry, to yeah, disagree with you, uh, Francisco Natal 99. Yeah, um, we're gonna end the unpopular opinions there for a bit, um, and we'll come back to them. We can do it at a later date. But Chris, did yeah. you have the loose end you want to go over quickly? Yeah, just a couple things that have come mm -hmm. in. Uh, over the, you know, since the last week since we did the podcast. Uh, speaking of Bra uh, Braganza, there was talk from record that there could be a Braganza renewal uh, coming down the line. Um, so we'll see um, if that ends up 
uh, happening or not. Uh, it's kind of an interesting decision, and especially since don't really know what status of his knee is going forward, how close he is, how the recovery is going, blah, blah, blah. So I guess we'll see. Um, but, you know, I would like yeah. to ask to continue at the club. Uh, Aston Villa and Pop is uh, – Keep they keep getting linked to him. Keep getting linked. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Villa and Pot. They're they are they are obsessed, man. Yeah. Um uh even Jaime linked to sporting M Porto as well. He he's moving um, in the offseason for sure. He's I think. probably moving he's this summer. To. Yeah, yeah. Um if he doesn't if he if he if he doesn't leave for one of the big three, I could even see him going to Spain potentially or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's officially uh, going to make the jump to a bigger club. Um, sadly, Portugal Liechtenstein was the highest attendance at Alvalade this season. I went back and even yeah. looked at other Celestone <laughs> games at Alvalade this season. This was the highest of That's even the those. 45,000. So, that, beat, that beats our game again. That beats our home, at least our home game against Tottenham for sure. That. Yeah, I, I guess that, was, just, that would have been up there. I'll wow. just point that out. Um, there was news or there was talk that um, Ugart was potentially being renewed. They wanted to renew with Ugart, it's increase sold. his buyout, and make him one of the highest paid players on the team. That news has been existing for several months now. It really ramped up last week, and then it got – reported that the talks are stalled and he has heavy interest from Leeds and Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the interest from those clubs is kind of stalling the renewal talks, probably because of the potential salary that he's able to be offered from there. So we'll see if this is the, you know, if regards to leaving in the summer, yeah. uh, I guess it would. He might, he might be the next big money move. It could be the next one, yeah. Uh, heavily linked to Tottenham. I will say that Leeds is new, but Tottenham has been lurking for a minute. A little, a little while. They've been, they've been um, interested. They scrimmage the first team scrimmage is Villa Frequence, um and beat seven them seven nothing. Se- fifth place team in the second division, not a bunch of scrubs to be fair. Um, and uh, so Tiris scored in that game. So I was joking. Tiris is alive. He's alive. Oh I was joking God. in the group chat. I would pay. I would pay money to see a clip <laughs> of the Tiris goal. goal. Like, I want footage. Was it? It was also goal. like I think it was either the first or the second goal. So, oh, so like, early. <laughs> he set the tone. So Tiris, like, do you think it was a banger? You think it was a sloppy, just scrappy goal? It was, it's either maybe it's a either header. Like a, it's either a really nice goal or it's like get like eight guys. <laughs> I'm dreaming. I've been dreaming. I've been fantasizing about that. What the Sotiris goal, you know, could have looked like. Uh, I've been. It's, it's been on my mind, bro. It's either if you, be if really you were really if really you were bad. filming at Alcachet, like through the fence, and you've got footage, or you know, if send you, it, send you, it to you, us, or you know someone who saw it with their own eyes. So hit me up, bro. I need to yeah. know. How that shit went down. Um, uh, Kawata Murita, uh, I will say, like, if they don't play against Santa Clara, it wouldn't shock me. They're reported to be arriving from their respective international duties, uh, like, Friday or Thursday. The game's on Saturday. They, Kawata, now that the games don't matter, the Uruguay manager is like, 
Kawat's time, baby. 180 Let's minutes <laughs> in u- meaningless friendlies against Asian countries. Let's yeah, just, it wasn't even like... Let's ride him till the wheels fall off. Like, he scored a goal, and he wore the yeah. armband, so good for Seba. I'm sure that's like a prideful moment um, to represent oh, your country yeah. in that way. But as a sporting fan, the last thing that that knee needs is 180 minutes of just friendly action. Um, at the end of the day, I wasn't thrilled to see that, but you know, oh well. I, I guess we're deep at the center back position right now with everybody healthy. We so. yeah, we've got outside of like the Brigance <laughs> injury, like most of this team is healthy now. I think so. You're not overly concerned if you St. Jude's can run guys. for like more than 20 minutes at a time, which has been critical. Um, so Diomande's yeah. been good. Inacio and Murita, well. Murita piggybacking off that Murita has been the uh was the same thing he played a lot for Japan I think I don't know if he played all of both games but he definitely played heavy minutes in both games starting yeah. both, I believe um so yeah it is what it is um Fatawu played a lot for the U23 Fatawu banger banger from midfield and <laughs> another goal banger. but I mean the, he wasn't playing as much so you know him playing it probably it was not the worst thing in the world that he was playing in those games no um Kawatsa Morita on the other hand especially Kawats didn't, didn't really need especially with eight games in in April yeah it, they didn't need it it was just the out. last thing that they needed yeah. um but yeah it is what it is um Shout out to the ladies footy. For we, we finally beat Benfica. We finally beating Benfica at the lose in front of 27,000 people, the highest attendance for a women's football yeah. game in Portugal. Ruin the party. Uh, nice job. Nice. Right, so we uh, love to see it. Probably going to, f- I mean, I'm not going to say we're not going to win the league, but we could finish no. second. Um, but I guess yeah. right where with us. So we, it's between us and Braga for second, but I mean, all things considered, at this point, I guess we'll just take second. Um, yeah. It's been a very inconsistent season. Um, also, speaking of Ugar, an international duty that didn't need to happen. Ugar played a lot. I think he started at least one of the two games, and he got his hand stepped on, and it was incredibly swollen. We do not know the extent of that injury, but we do know that it was. Bad enough that come off. it was like he came off and then it was like, like, yeah, he was like saying like it wasn't good. So I don't know. Hand broken. Does Hopefully that mean he can't play? Bad, Is he going to go Pelinga mode and just wear like the hand thing? He's going to wear Suarez. The, he's going to have the, the Jamie Vardy permacast. Yeah, right? where they Vardy. Some guys just have time. fucked up hands and wrists, I guess. So is he just going to be one of those guys? He's going to be yeah. out. We don't know. Jovan was another one. Picked up a little muscle injury, I think, uh, for Cape Verde. Not like that one matters as much. No, I say that really doesn't <laughs> change much. It's really – They said he's really going to be out for a week. Okay. Don't cool. really care. <laughs> and Bellerin. This means Rashinha just goes from warming the press box to warming the bench. Bellerin <laughs> is reported to be going to Betis maybe at the end of the season. Will we, will we also, he's been hurt. about this transfer? <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing that's weird because Fabrizio Romano reported that he could be leaving Sporting at the end of the season on a free to the so, side for Betis. So, so it looks did, like we got him on a. So we signed him on a. So did we sign him on a six-month permanent deal? I guess. I guess. That's with crazy. An option, with an because option now the new, one like... mil. Because they're like, oh, with the because I think the reported transfer fee is like one million euros which is nothing like you can eat the cost but uh, one million spot. for six for months six months that's retarded. of that's a player so that is looking like he's going to be injured for at least half of those six months is 
That's not looking like a bargain anymore, I'll be honest. If it was one I know a one million is chump change for so many clubs, but like a million euros is I mean it's not it's not chump change to this club. Yeah, it's not not a chump change to us. And yeah, especially for a player that's just gonna walk. Um, did he have a verbal agreement that he was going to assign for longer after? That, that's my only, that? that's my only thing. Is, is he just saying, fuck what I said to you guys two months ago. I just want to go back to Spain. I, I don't know. Will we well, ever know? I don't wanted, know. He but, never wanted to go. Like he always wanted to stay at Real Betis. And now it's reported. I'm what he wants to write back with different characteristics. So it's like, and now it's also reported he wants did to I'm way not well. want him. Was this a Slamani signing where it was just given to him and he didn't yeah. really want him? I, I don't know, man. It's, the whole Bellerin situation is is weird. quite weird, and there's still a lot to be. I can't I can't remember learned. one like any situation kind of like this, not in recent memory, anyways. Because yeah, we don't mm. really we didn't know what is. It's got some parallels to others, but it is kind of weird because the contractual situation is so unclear. Well, just because nothing. Like who's paying him right now? Who, who's paying? Like him? Are, are we paying, paying him? him as Barca? Are we splitting like with I, them? I like, don't know. Don't we know. don't know if it was a loan. <laughs> now we assume. Now we assume it was a. We think it's a permanent, but it's been reported as a loan as well. And so, and then it's like, okay, so was it like six months with an with like a mutual option to renew? Like, what was? The, so we don't know anything. That's the problem. And he's We're left in the dark. Hurt. And he's hurt. On yeah, top he's of been it hurt. Not even playing. So, <laughs> which is too bad because a little bit of, that we did see of him, he played well. It's too bad. Um, okay, and then I guess my last piece of news here is that yesterday the handball team made it to the quarterfinals of the European yeah. League. They had they were down by three after the first leg, had to win by three to to tie it, and ended up winning by I believe five or six. Yeah, it was a a back and forth game. Like the league got up to six, like seven, and they would cut and it back down to two or down. three. So it was like, where is this going to end up? And then we kind of got a kick in the last like three minutes and just charged ahead i was willing to settle for three and overtime you know yeah yeah um, i figured I, I was keeping up the score i'm like they might just end up in overtime we ended up getting it done in regulation um yeah it was it was like a, it was a great finish um maciel and goal massive um salvador massive costa brothers massive. massive i mean it was it was it was awesome um pavilion was the fullest i've seen in a, in, in a, in a little bit um so yeah i um i i was like uh it was like it was like a it was a good modalities moment benfica got eliminated from the competition so we're yeah we're carrying the flag of portugal now we're carrying the flag of portugal in this competition so yeah see if we keep it going yeah uh all we got left i guess is our game against santa clara this week so score predictions anything like that what do you think uh, I'm gonna go one nil win. Actually, I'm gonna go two nil one. Santa Clara has been shit recently. To they're, be fair. they're in a relegation fight. They're in a relegation scrap. They can't help themselves out. Um, yeah, I mean it's a team that we should be beating. Again, the team trending downward. Um, we were a lot. Some of the players have had some rest, right? Not all of them. Some of them recalibrate a bit. Um, we're rounding into form, you could say. Um, yeah, we're starting to, to, to plateau, I, I think. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think that um, we should definitely be uh, taking three points here. Um, and I think that yeah. we, we will. We'll keep, I think-
Oh, all right. Chris has dropped out, so it's just me now, it seems. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it's probably going to be a 2-0 sporting win. Uh, I think we have everything in us to to beat them. I'm going to message Chris right now and say, hey, Chris, how you doing? But, yeah, I think a 2-3-0 I think a two, three, no win is more than capable. I think, uh, as I was just saying to Chris, they've kind of plateaued at a good time. We hope they can carry the four men. Santa Clara in a brutal relegation battle right now. So we'll kind of see uh, what goes on there. Uh, I'm waiting to see if Chris will come back. If not, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, anything else? I will plug the giveaway one last time. We are so close to 1,000 subscribers. We are inching away. We're like 50 subscribers, 52 subscribers away. So please do subscribe. We appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, for subscribing, so make sure you do. We're, we're giving away a shirt. We're covering the shipping. We're covering everything. So please do subscribe. Uh, that's going to be the show, I guess. If anything else, goodbye and peace. Viva Sporting.